We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you this breaking news. The Not A Pace Sponsor podcast has been affected by budget cuts. You can support this podcast by clicking on the Support This Podcast button on the homepage of the Not A Pace Sponsor podcast. And now, we return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of the Not A Paid Sponsor Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Season Saul Hernandez, and today we're going to be sitting down with the owner of Team Ferox, Randy Clash Trujillo. In this episode, we talk about his newfound success. His team placed third in the North American Vainglory Premier League, and we talk about what that experience brought to the team and and where they're headed from there we're also going to be talking about his other projects expanding back into the arena valor competitive scene and what else we pretty much just talk about his experience owning the team and what he's learned since he has kind of stepped up more as a vocal leader for team ferox so i hope you guys sit back enjoy the interview you're listening to the Not A Paid Sponsor Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is a very special episode. I am joined here today by none other than the owner of Team Ferox, Randy Clash Trujillo, man. How's it going? It's going, man. Another day, another dollar. Hey. Just grinding right now. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Speaking of grinding... um, you guys have a Vainglory team. You guys are getting back into Arena Valor. But before, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about what has happened with Team Ferox since we have last had the chance to speak. Um. Well, the last time we spoke, it was with me and Chamu. Um, it was basically just introducing, like, the whole Team Ferox scene. Um, basically, you guys, everybody listening, um, the whole point of view of the player side and working with me um during that time after that we actually acquired a few players that were from another team that was from na rejects um it was a it was like a last second move and ended up working out for the best um we started grinding a lot it turned out that it was like a blessing in disguise and you know you saw the big improvement with just a few people and you know having half the team ferox you know the originals that are basically what people knew that were really good players mixing with another group of um, good players that were from other organizations that are basically, you can say, uh, pro players. Yeah. Um, end up working out for the best. Um, unfortunately, in NACL, Team Ferox had to go because of we couldn't – there wasn't no clarification if we could mix the teams and make it Team Ferox because I knew that team was in NACL. So what we ended up doing was we just dropped Team Ferox um, out of it, and we basically just let the NA Rejects still keep going. But what we did is we let our players go into that and just let them keep into NA Rejects, but it was technically still Team Ferox. It was just so we can still keep on playing. Um, during that time, what the team ended up beating Tribe, and uh, I, f- I f- believe it was, Nova. what, Daria on yeah, the way to the beat, playoffs? Yeah, you guys beat Tribe. I think it was Daria and then Nova. And Nova, yeah, and then Nova, and um, it was good. I mean, championship, we ended up going, what, three, what was it, three, three, zero? We, we swept them, correct? Yeah. 
Um, I'm I'm so mind blown right now. I think I believe we we swept them. Anyways, um, we ended up winning NACL, which was great. Um, it was it was a great momentum to bring in because we knew VPL was coming up, and um, it continued to get us a little bit more. Um, I guess you can get like noticed because then other organizations actually wanted to start scrimming us, which was good. So that gave us a big plus. Um, and then we ended up entering in VPL and actually did pretty good in VPL. I mean, I wish we did a lot better. We could have done a lot better, but, you know, at least the spot that we've gotten was great. Um, other than that, it's just, you know, we're just doing the daily routine of just grinding out, you know, scrimming everybody. So, yeah, that's basically what's been the change was just acquiring players as of right now for Vainglory. Well, congratulations. So, yeah, like uh, like he said, there was a bit of a mix-up during the NACL. Um, I guess the administrators were – I guess trying to have allow roster swaps closer to the playoffs and um, you guys, instead of you guys running your team out there, you guys decided to merge with North American rejects, which pretty much anybody that knew they were just like, okay, this is team Ferox and NAR mixed up into one. Cause I believe Moshi joined with them and, and what was it rock bomber? Yeah, it was Moshi and Greg. Yeah. Rock yeah. bomber. So you guys end up taking the North American Champions League and then moving on to the VPL and getting third place, which is pretty cool because now you stand to be a grassroots organization, which is up and coming. Um, People may have been talking about you in the community circuit, but now there's a legitimate interest in people. I mean, uh, there's a, a legitimate interest in what, team ferox is doing now because it's been you know since halcyon hammers uh now hollywood hammers or just hammers esports um like since those teams came out it's been a while since we've seen a grassroots team take the center stage and not only you know I don't think you guys should discredit your efforts against Tribe, uh, you know, because you guys ended up beating Vision, which was another top team as well. Yeah. Uh, to take, you know, to secure third place, and I think it's a it's a pretty cool thing to see that a grassroots team such as yourself, you know, that it doesn't have to be a TSM, it doesn't have to be a Cloud Nine or Immortals or a Team Liquid to to be up there. And I think it's good for Vainglory. I think it's good for all mobile esports to see that grassroots organizations can thrive in a professional setting and make a name for themselves. You know, you guys stand a lot to gain from this experience. Yeah, and um, yeah, and you know, and going forward with that, it, it it was a bittersweet thing. I mean, in our hearts, we knew we could have been number one easily, especially when we saw Nova. You know did what they did to tribe and it was like yeah that was it, like it unbelievable was, it was just one of those things that when we went against tribe it was it was more of um kind of like a emotions kind of got to us where we're like some players were just really really excited and then they were doing you know just the the little mistakes that you know they know they shouldn't have been doing and it was just you know we just messed up in, in general we just messed up i mean we could have beaten them um everybody knows how it was what how us and nova have done in the past and we know we could have been number one, but you know, even so, that that's the way it happened. You know, coming in third was still a good thing because at least we we're still in the top three. 
And then not only that, I was actually happy that even if we didn't win, number one, to see Nova beat Tribe was a great thing too because, you know, I have much respect for Nova and the East, you know, and their their organization, especially with Left, you know, me dealing with Left and talking to them, you know, being friends and, you know, bouncing back with ideas and, you know, what we go through with our teams. So it was like, you know, it was seeing a friend win was a good feeling, but it was like, it kind of hurt because it was like, dang, it could it should have been us. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, we can't complain about it. You know, third is still good. I mean, it's not number one, but they're still good. And, you know, until then, you know, like I've told everybody, wait until next season because it's it, more than likely it's not going to happen like that again. So it's, it's you know, we've, we've um, made a couple moves during that time, which we've actually acquired Big Paws, which is Daniel. Um, everybody knows him from TSM and a couple other organizations. So that was a great move, and that was shocking. I remember when I got him, everybody was like, no way. Is this for real? And I was like, yeah, this this guy wants to play with us. So that was a great thing, too, getting Daniel. And, you know, and then working with him, too, you know, it's always good to get players like that onto the roster because then you, you get, like, a – you get a sense of, like, how everybody else plays besides the way you play. So, you know, sometimes you can take some of their ideas. Sometimes you just throw it away. Yeah. So that's always been good. So I mean, as of right now, since VPL is done, um, we're we're mainly focusing on WSG, which is I'm pretty sure everybody is, and I know what that I know everybody's in a sense struggling right now because of um country things such as you know the USA players have to be from USA to represent it. You know, you can't be from Canada. So some teams are getting picked apart. But I mean, when you look at the Canada team, it's like it's an all star team from you know. North America, you know, from United States teams, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, we're still going to be running to the same people, just a different team, form of team, just you. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. Cause I mean, it's going to get more players, you know, with other organizations getting familiar and, and it's just going to make us stronger together as a whole in a community. But I mean, thank God all of my players didn't change because they're all from the USA. So that's, that was a good thing. It was like, cool. It didn't hit us. It hit everybody else. It didn't hit us we're still going to be great and we can still continue what we're doing and not have to, you know, set back and to figure out what we're going to do next. It's like, no, we, you know, we have the same players and we can still keep on doing what we're doing. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's basically it for so, so far WSG. So aside from the, um, the, the autumn VPL, which I think is in October. Uh, yes. The end of October. Yeah. When does the, when, when does the WSA, uh, WESG or WSCG? It's, it's WESG. Um, WESG. Well, there's two qualifying rounds. Uh, the way it works is um, the first qualifiers start on the 9th of October. Okay. Um, so this is where people kind of are getting kind of iffy because it was like WSG was going to overlap with VPL, but yeah. everybody knows, you know, WSG has more on the line, so I'm pretty sure people are going to put that ahead. We either one um, postpone or try to work around the time so we can do both at the same time because it's going to affect a lot of teams. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the first qualifier starts in the ninth. The way it works is, um, if you win out of that qualifiers being coming first, you get the for sure seed into the playoffs. Um. Same thing with the second qualifiers. The first team, same thing, and then they will end up tallying up points from second, third, second through sixth, and then they will play off and to get the next two spots. So for a total of four teams, I believe, I, if I read it right, a total of four teams will be um, going to basically playoffs and going to finals. And then I believe you go against in the North American region. So, 
I know that and then that would be held in November, November 9th or 11th. So there's not a set date because they have all these other teams like StarCraft, Hearthstone, things like that. So there's not a set date on when finals will be, but it will be held in California, which is good because we're all from California. So that's yeah. another good plus. It's like everybody's close to each other. So, so. I have a quick question. So the <laughs> – the general opinion on TFX and their play style was that they play not for the early game, but more often for the late game. What do you say to people that have openly mentioned this type of criticism about your team? And if that's something that you feel is fact, what have you done to, or what are you guys doing working forward to, improve your team synergy and 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 your overall strategy uh moving um, forward i just like i want to kind of keep that confidential i totally um, understand that it comes to, to 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 the to all you have to say is, is all you have to say but is we're working say, on though, it is it, what, it, what, I, what i can say is it wasn't that we're waiting for the late game it was just that if you let us get to late it was easy for us to catch your mistake and end the game it was yeah. like one of those things that you know during the game we'll catch mistakes but it was just like when it came to end game we knew how to finish when it came to the end we knew how to set it up for the end game um it wasn't necessarily like you know we play for the late game the pro i mean everybody knew you got if <laughs> if you got to late game with, with ferox you lost yeah <laughs> that, that, everybody knew that you know and even you know ea regions know that you wait for us late game we win um, it's it's nothing like that. It's just like I feel that it's one of those things that the reason why we do so good is because it's like during that whole time we're making mistakes, we fixed it, and when it gets to the end, we we fixed everything, and that's why we capitalize and we shut shut you down. So it's basically gathering all the info, and then that's it. But um, as into approving that, that's 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 a big that's a big thing that we're doing. Um, because we're trying to, I can't say, but it's just. All around, we're trying to just dominate you. Just in other words, that's that's what basically what the goal is. Right on. There you go. You've heard, you've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Team Ferrax always working. Um, so moving on from that, um, the Valor Series Two is here. You want to talk a little bit about your soiree back into the Arena Valor competitive circuit and how has that been uh, for you guys? Um. Yeah. Just tell tell us a little bit about the experience. Um. Well. Well. What Valor series? It was a. It, it started off as a struggle this season. Um. The problem was is during this time where it was about to start, we were towards the end in VPL. Uh -huh. Um. So it was my mistake that I primarily focused on being glory, but it really wasn't a mistake. It was just because I wanted to make sure that everything was gonna go right and we were gonna try to get that first place versus having fifty fifty. Okay. Um, I knew that having the AOV team, we needed to work regardless. So I was like, I still took Valor Series seriously. It was just the mixed emotions with the players that we did have to, you know, having a couple players, you know, Chamu and Moshi playing in AOV, but we also had Glory. So it was it was an issue because I, I didn't want to take them away from the Glory team to put them in the AOV because of what was at stake. Yeah. So it was more of those things that, you know, we didn't practice. We were like, hey, you know, it, it, let's, let's focus on trying to get sixth place. So once 
you know, VPL will be done by that time the sixth place happens when you figure out your official place. Uh-huh. We'll be good. And then we can focus on both of them at the same time. But it didn't work out that way because we had some some issues within the team where some players weren't happy about it. So they decided to leave us stale. Um, it sucked. But, you know, it is what it is because at the, t- at the end of the day, the Vainglory team has a big footprint right now. And it was like, you know, I'll, I'll make up time. And if in this case, we'll just – we'll get better players than what we lost. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. Um, I've gotten – I'm not going to say I upgraded them because, you know, I do respect those players. And they are good players. But when it comes to mechanics and actually being more in the community and actually instead of doing what we did last season, was it was like a last-minute thing. Yeah, I've actually took the time into looking into the players and bringing them into Team Ferox. So um, that's what we have right now. Um, unfortunately, that kind of messed us up with those issues where we couldn't participate last um, one of the weekends um, previous yeah. where we couldn't play. So it was basically like we forfeited that weekend and we didn't know how the val- Valor... We're kind of confused because Valor's kept on um, series, kept on changing and rules and we didn't comprehend it right. So it messed us up to the point where those top six teams got locked and that's it. Like nobody else can kind of get back in. There's, there's no knockout where another team can hop in. It's nothing like that. So we're like, okay, well, you know, we messed that up, but then that gives us time to focus on Vainglory. And in the meantime, put in more work for the Valor, um, for, you know, for um, Arena of Valor. So we can have another, you know, a team that can at least be top four, like we have in Vainglory. So yep. that's what we're focusing on right now. Um, Right now we're playing in PVL. We won our first game, which is a, a great thing. And the cool thing was I was playing in it, so that was fun because I haven't played competitive for about a year and a half to almost two years now. So that was great knowing that we can still beat some teams. But as of right now, um, we're, we're doing the basic grind. The same method of what we do in Vainglory, we're doing into AOV. So that's what we're doing right now with the newer players. And, you know, I explained to them what was going on with Vainglory, and they were totally, you know, they accepted it. And they're like, you know, we don't have to grind every day, but can we at least get a few days out of that week? I'm like, yeah, no problem. That's that's what we prefer anyway, so we can, you know, even out. So it's a good thing. So and then I know our next game is today will be what Tuesday, so on Thursday. Who are you guys going up against game. on Thursday? Uh we'll be going against Infamous. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't, you know, since I'm still like getting more familiar with all these teams, I don't know skill sets or things like that but i have talked to a player that's actually been feeding me all the information has been peeping me up on game yeah on all these teams so it that's a great thing it's, it's cool because i am i'm having the aov community and it's crazy because they're helping me without even me asking they're just like hey good team you know fix this fix that i'm like oh thanks you know thanks for the input and helping us out and then you know i have other players that were from or other organizations that i know about like that i know and they're like oh i see your team's in you know, hey, this if you need any info on this team or these players, let me know. I know all these people. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks, man. So, you know, I've been using those resources to help out and to figure out drafts and whatnot. But, I mean, when it comes to skill set, my, my team does have the right skill set. It's just, you know, perfecting, you know, this, this patch and understanding how most of these teams play. So, yeah, that's what we're doing right now in the series. Well, in essence, you guys are doing the same thing that you guys did in VG. You guys, worked, yeah, well, you got you. You guys basically worked your way through the community, you know, the community circuit, 
and hopefully the end result is for you guys to be in the legitimate competitive scene right i mean it's it's hard because <laughs> it, it, it's like we it, it i can't say it's those like it's hate it's just that i feel that we're getting the same people what you call toxic or the trolls from vainglory and they see us playing an aov and, and when we and when they see us succeed they're they're hating on it because they're just like you know i i don't know why and i i can't say why but you know it is what it is because i know right now people feel that Ferox doesn't belong in AOV. They belong only in Vainglory, but we're here to show them that it, it's not about just, we're not about Vainglory. We're about other games, and we're trying to make an, a brand. So well, it's that's why very, we're getting our nose into everything else. It's a very difficult thing to pull off. You know, a lot of teams, a lot of grassroots teams go through this um, this metamorphosis where they really only get stuck this you see this a lot in mobile gaming where you'll see a, a team stuck on you know you'll see a team stuck on one game and then they have trouble branching out and i, I don't know i, I kind of wish you know not speaking on your behalf as well but i'm speaking on behalf of other teams you know i feel like there should be like a little bit more support you know when teams yeah. decide to partake in other games and try to expand their repertoire. You know, for instance, uh, uh, we had, you know, as you know, we had Matthew Stover, uh, a.k.a. MTS, Matt from ALG. And, uh, you know, Allegiance wasn't known for their mobile gaming. They were, right. a majority of them were speedrunners. You know, they, 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 they did like games done quick or Super Smash Brothers or things like that. They weren't, really known for their mobile gaming prowess and then they entered an AOV they ended up picking up their you know Matt's team and you know absorbing them into Legions and now from there they're moving to Clash Royale and and things like that yeah. and 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 that kind of transition um I think it should be celebrated you know what I'm saying to try harder you know it's right it's just like you got to corner the market. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I think it's important for you. You know, you're an owner of the team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to secure financial stability for your team, any means necessary, whether that means competing in X, Y, and Z tournament or, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping that as time goes on, we learn to support our grassroots teams more, you know, especially as esports in North America and the culture begins to shift and, Esports is steadily becoming more recognizable and more marketable in in the Western regions. That we'll start to see fans. Um, we'll start to see fans actually stick around and and not be as toxic. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like in in Vainglory, we have those fans already. You know, like you know when we won against you know when we won third, everybody's like, congrats. You know. And, everybody was you know dming me and i'm just like oh thanks man you know you know even people doing things on twitter and stuff like that you know and it's been good and with ferox and aov i've asked some type of like support base already yeah you know they know who we are because of Vanglory, and they're like oh we know that's crazy you know are you, you're gonna start doing this you know and, and it's like yeah and then even today um was actually you no know, yesterday I get an email asking if I, if Ferox was interested in doing a Clash Royale team. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, I was like, okay, so, like, we're, you know, and then I'm still getting DMs from Discord asking if, you know, we're a pay organization, you know, 
they really want to be a part of. So, you know, people are starting to slowly hear about Ferox. And, yeah. you know, you're going to have those people that are not going to like you or just going to hate. And then you're going to have those people that are going to be like, you know, we like you guys. We like what you stand for. Because at the end of the day, there's really nothing bad you can really talk about Ferox because we never put that out where you can talk about us because we, you know, we're very respectful. You know, we, we give everybody props. You know, we support everybody in general. And, you know, and, and it pays off. I mean, because I, I, I made friendships already within the Vainglory scene, especially with the EA teams. You know, me and Sule, we talk often. You know, and then when it comes to other independent, you know, organizations that started from their own, like uh, such as Vision, you know, me and Dizzy talked the other day and he was, you know, he was showing me, he was telling me his story and how it was for him. And I'm like, oh, dang, you know, so it's like we're, we're slowly coming along together. And like I told him, you know, any info you can give me, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I'm not coming for you for it, but if you can offer me something, that's fine. And, you know, and he even told me if I hear anything, I'll help you out. And I'm like, oh, thanks. So. You know, I guess my attitude and the way I am with everybody, it's it's paying off because I've always give respect to everybody, no matter who you are. If you're a pro player, manager, analyst, coach, you know, caster, you know, even a troll player or a casual player, I've always gave love back and I'm always, you know, <laughs> respecting everybody. And that's that's where I kind of stay at with everybody because, you know, as that's my job is to stay cool with everybody and support. And I'm all about the community. So, I mean this whole PVL thing I'm, I'm happy about because, you know, I feel like arena of valor doesn't have too much in North America in North America region that this is something that if we can make something out of it, why not? So I'm, yeah, I'm actually guys, grateful to being part of this. You guys also have the success of the, you know, the vainglory, you know, you're, you guys have your vainglory success to help spread that name. You know what I'm saying? You're a large, yeah. you're, you're now considered to be one of the better teams in VG, you know, that, that, goes a long way in helping you that goes a long way in helping you um boost your presence on aov i mean with that comes a lot of responsibility what is it with fame with great power comes responsibility thank you love she chimed in from the background there <laughs> you know but uh like i said man, it's pepper it's, for the save yeah for real <laughs> um you know I just want to say thanks, you know, like, I think it's really cool that, um, yet again, it's cool to get a chance to, to chit chat with kind of pe the people that have had humble beginnings. I, I, I really, I kind of draw, I find myself drawn to the story of the, you know, the working, you know, the working actor, the, the grassroots team, the semi pro player turn pro kind of thing. And, Yet again, here's a good story of, a, you know, just a group of guys that just got together and kept playing games and and are actually finding some success, albeit a couple of years later, the success is coming. So, um, right. you know, for instance, this trend that I'm hearing, what, what I wanted to say earlier when you were talking about like networking and stuff like that and how you you approach other com you know other people fr from the various communities in which you guys compete in um this growing trend of maintaining professional relationships uh a question that i asked matt a question that i've asked imperium and a question now that i'm going to ask you how important is it for you and your organization to develop healthy relationships with the people they interact with, whether it be 
uh, viewers on a stream, whether it be, uh, you know, whether it be looking for sponsors, anything, how, how important is it for you guys to maintain, like what, what, what's the culture? Has it changed? Have you guys had to deal with like a learning curve? Um, you know, what is your experience now dealing with all this exposure? You know, how have you guys dealt with all that? Um, it's, it, we've been handling it the same way we've always had. Um, I, I kind of taught my players before they come in, um, like the rules and how we run. Um, we, you know, we stay professional no matter what, um, whether it's, you know, in casuals, ranks, you know, while we're streaming, you know, competing, you know, we always just give that respect and be professional because that's, that's being professional. Have, being professional is, have, is having to deal with respect. And respect is a long ways because, you know, it, in order to be respectful and stuff like that, it, it gets other things. And being professional, it, it gains all stuff. That's where you get your fans base. That's where you get other organizations that will have your back or either help you. That's where, you know, you get knowledge or info for things you don't know and, that you know, that opens doors. So, you know, keeping that healthy relationship with, you know, the gamers, the viewers, and the actual, you know, management side um, is a big thing that you always have to, like, keep and keep tight. I mean, that's – at the end of the day, we all came from nothing to something or, you know, we all have the same mentality. So, like, why not help one another, especially if, you know – if we're all going for the same goal, I mean, yeah. you can't really think that, you know, Oh, hammers, you know, good guys, but they're a threat. So we can't talk to them like this or do this because they might be first. No, nah, it, it's not like that. It's like, you know, it, it's like, you can't think of them as always competition. Like you got to think of them as, you know, as like, you know, friends or family or some sort, you know I mean? You got to think about like, those are your, your people as well. Like they want the same thing you want. And, you know, why not have that competition? Because if there's no competition, there's no competitive scene. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like, why, why be the top dog? I mean, yeah, everybody wants to be the top dog. You want to be number one, no matter what. But if you're knowing number one, that gives, you know, that loses faith in other organizations that loses faith in regular players. Cause they're going to be like, Oh, I these guys can never be beaten. There's no point in playing. And people will think things like that, you know? So that's, it's, it's not about that. It's about helping each other out. And I mean, that's the reason why a lot of things that we scrim, because scrimming gives you, you know, information about that team. But it also makes it competitive because you know about that team. It makes it harder for you to win. Yeah. So it, it, it it's more fun because you're like, oh, dang, you know, you got me. You know, GG, you know, I wish you guys the best of luck. I hope you guys make it. And, and that's what we've gotten. You know, when we beat Hammers, you know, Sylvia and Benzo, you know, messaged me right away. You know, great job, guys. You know, we hope you guys win it. And I'm like, you know, thanks, you know it was it sucked that we had to go through you guys because you guys are like a a, a brother team to us but you it, it wouldn't be any better for what if we didn't have to go through you guys like it it was great that we had to go through you guys and because we've worked so hard together you know so things like that and then even with nova when they won it was the same thing because we've been you know everybody was saying oh nova doesn't scrim and i'm like well, we've been scrimming Nova. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They they are scrimming, but they're they're scrimming us too. So it was like you know, and and then hearing left side, you know, yeah, you know, they're talking. I'm like, you know what? Don't don't worry about what they got to say. You know, focus on your goal, and let's just play. Let's not worry about what people do because at the end of the day, this is our job to be number one, and don't let them get in your way. So you know, having that support from each other, it's it's always worked, and you know that's why me and left have became friends from Nova. That's why me and you know. 
Dizzy became friends from Vision, you know, Sylvia from Hammers, you know, I've been getting all these friendships and this is how we think about each other, you know. People don't know don't know us as much as they know the players. But when they get to know us, they're going to see that we actually have this, you know, we have the bond and this is the reason why things are still going, you know what I'm saying? This is the reason why you're seeing the GG. So we're trying to be the positive side and to show people, you know, you don't have to be troll all the time. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just hard. It's like, we're, we're basically trying to be the role models in a sense. So yeah, like I said, it's, it's very important. And, you know, I'm glad you had a chance to say it for anybody out there that's listening, you know, at the end of the day, these experiences that we're all having the chance to live through, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, you can, you can deconstruct these, Esport, you could deconstruct esports to the most simplest exchange between human beings. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day when you were playing on your Xbox and you're playing Halo, you know what I'm saying? And and you were doing Team Slayer with a bunch of randoms. And all of a sudden you go on a 10 game winning streak. And then you're like, hey, bef- before you guys hop offline, like, you want to add each other? You know what I'm saying? People that never knew each other and that, you know, now they're friends. And then. Okay, you maybe host a custom game. Yo, let's put my five against your five. We'll do a quick game. And now you have a good, you know, wow, you know, not for nothing, the five people that you just finished playing against, you guys are pretty good. Let's all, five people becomes 10 people, 10 becomes 20. Now people, you know, they start repping clan tags, you know, guild tags or whatnot. And that's how teams form. And it's these relationships that start at a ground level. And if they're maintained healthy enough, actually grow into a relevant competitive scene which is something that i'm hoping that we can continue to grow and you know you guys play a very big part in that um with aov and and vainglory and 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 i'm hoping that the success that you guys have found will just bring nothing but better experiences and you know and like i said before it's just i'm really hoping that esports in general pick up more in the north american and western regions because it is something that i see that's you know like it's 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 getting close but it's nowhere near to where like the asian regions are where it's like a a lifestyle for them out there you know yeah i mean and and you're right i mean north america is is that people sometimes think that we're a joke or we don't take it serious yeah like a four fun the only the only way we can take it serious is by doing what we're doing. And, you know, we, we be professional towards each other and we build our own community within yourselves. Like that's, that's the way of trying to make North America something when it comes to esports. It, it's not about, you know, let me do my thing, leave me alone, you know, or don't talk to me right now, you know, cause we be, it's, it's nothing like that. Like we have to, you know, with them, I'm pretty sure they have all that community with each other. You know, that's the reason why they have that competition. That's the reason why it's so big. And, You know, that's what we have to do is stick together, be professional, because at the end of the day, you know, this is our job to compete. And with competing, that brings, you know, entertainment to the people that don't have that skill set or things like that. Or it gives them inspiration to them to want to be that as well. And, you know, that that gives us, you know, that makes us look good. It makes the game more money. It makes, you know, it's it's all around. Everybody gets something out of it. And that's something that we got to keep on doing. And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, I talked to, um, I forgot who it was. And he was like, I didn't know, oh, Max Man, because I never really talked to Mad Max. And 
he was like, I did not, I didn't know, like, some of the things you said, I didn't know this is how you are. And I'm like, well, yeah, this is me, man. Like, if you get, if you get to know me, you would see how involved and how positive I try to be with everybody. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a mean person and I'm always trying to help somebody in any way, whether it's a, you know, a coach, a manager, you know, a pro player, semi-pro player, a casual player, or just a regular viewer of them understanding why we're doing what we're doing, you know, and I'm always willing to talk to everybody and help everybody out because at the end of the day, you know, in somewhat way, when it comes to Vainglory, we're family. I feel like it's recent that we've had this um, exposure to the behind the scenes of a team where primarily the focus prior was to the players. A lot of attention was being focused directly at the players. What's Doublelift up to? What's uh what's Ninja doing? You know, like what what are you know what's what are these players up to? And but lately, I you know with the, you know with what we know now in terms of let's say mental health and all the, the mental aspects that physical and mental aspects that go into running a team, a lot more people are just like hey you know, n- enough about the players. Let's start looking at the coaches. Let's start looking at the owners. Let's start seeing what's going on behind the scenes because i remember working with you prior you were never one to really want to step out into the limelight it was really more about the players getting their exposure and then just that you were happy with the name team ferox being in people's minds now a lot more people are kind of getting to know like hey you know who's the owner of this team who's the owner of that team you know and i notice more and more now the coaches and the analysts and the people that are behind the scene are just as much i wouldn't i'm gonna say relevant for lack of a better word but like they're more more exposed uh in the public eye and now are taking charge whereas maybe we don't have to rely on asking the players so much about what's going on we could pick the analyst mind like where where is your head at when you're developing this team or what's your philosophy what what are your belief systems with this team and where you're going and i think it's pretty cool that now you guys have kind of you guys are evolving into that total package you know which is a very marketable thing you know not only maybe investors look at what your players are doing but now they also get a chance to really see what the you know what the the brain trust behind the scenes is doing as well and i think it uh i think it boosts the confidence with people wanting to work with you or against you either way you know yeah definitely i mean every you know it, it's not a team without everybody you know i mean you you can't be a really good team without a good manager to help you out and guide you you know setting up, you know, setting up those relationships with other teams so you can get those scrims or, yeah. you know, or having, you know, even, you know, the coaches and managers needing the players because they got to be good too. So it's like, you know, everybody job. plays a big part. It's not always just, a, you know, the players do everything. It, it has nothing to do with that because behind the scenes, we're doing a lot more. And it's like, you know, we can't just wake up and say, hey, you know, I don't feel, you know, I don't have to do this today. It's like, no, every day it's like our, it's like our other job. We have to wake up. We have to figure out what's next for the team. We got to figure out, you know, what we need to improve. We got to figure out what's the right step to even move towards to being better. You know, we're, we're, we're always doing things constantly, you know, and that's either we're focusing on our team or, you know, we're building relationships with other teams so we can get more into the scene or, you know, 
just getting things set up together so we can start doing work. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a big thing, you know, managers and all of us all coming out because I mean, I can't say we're the backbone, but you know, we're, we play a major part and it's not all about us. You know, we're not just sitting back, just letting the team play and that's it. It has nothing to do with that. We're doing a lot more. So, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Well, man, again, I I really want to thank you for taking the time to uh, give us this interview and let the people know, you know, what's been going on in the world of team Ferox. I wish you guys a lot of success. Is there anything you would like to plug and, or say uh, to your fans out there or people that haven't had a chance to, to hear about TFX? Is there anything you'd like to plug out there before we, uh, we, we get ready to wind down? Definitely. Um, don't let criticism stop you from doing what you want to do. Um, in the beginning, it's always going to be hard. It's going to be really tough to try to get scrims to be acknowledged, to even get the respect. But if you keep on doing what you're doing and keep on grinding, you would get that. That's what we, that's what Ferox is basically at right now. We're, we're getting to that point where all that hard work basically paid off and anybody else can do the same thing we did. It just takes time. It, it doesn't just happen just like that. And I hope, you know, whoever likes us still and follow us, thanks you. You know, I thank you guys for all the support and following us and, you know, giving us that love and rooting for us. It, it feels great having, you know, people appreciate what we're doing because at the end of the day, you know, we love the game just as much as you do. And this is the reason why we do it. You know, yes, everybody wants to make money, but at the end of the day, we're doing it for the love. Whether we lose or not, we're still going to play. Um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Dizzy for Vision for helping me out, um, giving me some advice. Um, I also like to give a shout out to Sylvia for Hammers. You know, she's done a lot and she's been a really great person to me. And the same thing goes for um, Left. You know, you three have done, you know, a lot for us and all this screaming and stuff we've done together. It's, it's been great having this bond. And then I'd like to give a shout out to you, Salt, you know, for giving us this, you know, giving Ferox a voice and if i can be that voice i'm always willing to do it because at the end of the day i would love to let people know that this team came from nothing and now we have something and um yeah that's really it i mean shout out to my team you know thank you for staying with me you know working hard making ferox who, who what it is now you know without you there's no me without me there's you know i understand there's probably no you i don't know but i you know i care about you guys a lot and i hope if you guys listen to this just know that you know I'm always going to support you guys. And, you know, we hope, I hope to get to number one and show everybody we can be number one because we are number one. And that's really it. All right, man. Much love. I want to thank everybody for coming in and listening to this episode. And we'll hopefully have you on again. You know, we get some new news. I hope you guys uh, do well in your next ventures. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll talk. I hope you have a good night. Yeah, thanks, man. I hope you have a good one, too. All right. Take care. Well, there you go. That is our interview with Randy Clash Trujillo. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And if you guys like this, please subscribe. Also, you guys can support our podcast with the listener support feature built into the Anchor platform if you guys do listen on Anchor. So, hope you guys have a good night, and we will definitely see you for the next one.